Hey there. Thanks for joining us for the latest podcast from Resound Church. We really believe that together we are better. And our heart is to reach, send, nurture and disciple people as they become all that God has intended them to be. You can subscribe to our content on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or head over to our website resound.church forward slash app to grab our app which will keep you up to date with everything going on. We hope you're encouraged by today's message. Well, right now, I get the privilege of sharing the Word of God to you. So, hey, if you've got your Bible or if you've got your phone next to you or your tablet or whatever it is, why don't you pick it up? And I want you to turn right now to the book of Isaiah. And we're going to be looking in Isaiah chapter 58 this morning. So if you grab that, you can follow along and you can look at the different scriptures that come. What I want to speak to you today is about prayer and fasting. We're in 21 days of prayer and fasting. Um, Some people are fasting all different ways. Some are no food, some are part food, some are no social media, some are um, doing Netflix, whatever it is. See, fasting isn't about being um, dogmatic about it. It's not about you having to do what everybody else is doing. You need to seek God and say, hey, God, what is it you want me to do? And give up that thing. And But whatever you give up, make sure you're beginning to praise God and worship God in that time as well. That was my phone. I am so sorry. Um, that will teach me. I'm just going to take my watch off so that does not happen again. Anyway, that was quite funny. And it's live. You can see it's live. All right. Let's look at this chapter. As we look in the background, I started to realise that um, right now, A lot of people are very similar to the people in Isaiah. Isaiah was um, spoken to by God and God came to Isaiah and he wanted Isaiah to go and speak to the people about their prayer and fasting. He wanted to make sure that the people were very, very aware that um, the prayer and fasting that they were doing was not the kind of prayer and fasting that God wanted them to do. God could trust Isaiah. You know, Isaiah was the prophet, a Hebrew prophet, and he was a real trustworthy prophet. He was also the prophet that predicted the birth of Jesus in coming in the future. Jesus was, um, sorry, Isaiah was born 700 years before Jesus was born. So here we see Isaiah in Isaiah 58, 1 to 2. God comes to him and says, Shout with the voice of a triumph blast. Shout aloud. Don't be timid. Tell my people Israel of their sins. Yet they act so pious. They come to the temple every day and seem delighted to learn all about me. They act like a righteous nation that would never abandon the laws of its God. They ask me to take action on their behalf, pretending they won't be near me. They want to be near me. The Israelites were doing the fast exactly how they thought they were supposed to. The problem with the Israelites here was they were doing the fast out of a religious heart, not a surrendered heart, a heart that was wanting to serve God. They wanted to do it so they looked good. You know, the word pious in the dictionary means devoutly religious The adjective for pious, a person showing dutiful spirit of reverence to God or an earnest wish to fulfill religious obligations. They wanted to fulfill the religious obligations that they had been brought up with. The problem was they weren't doing what God wanted. 
God didn't want the religious obligation of the fasting and praying. He wanted the heart. He wanted them to come into his presence. He wanted them to come into the secret place and begin to lay before him and begin to praise and worship him and come into a place of getting to know him in a greater way. Our fast needs to be our decision, not somebody else's. But it needs to be something that we do because we want to grow closer to God and come into a greater reverence and understanding who God really is. So in this same chapter, in chapter Isaiah 58, 3 to 5, it talks about what God doesn't want in our time of prayer and fasting. We read there, we have fasted before you, they say. Why aren't you impressed? We have been very hard on ourselves and you don't even notice it. I will tell you why I responded. It's because you are fasting to please yourself. Even while you fast, you keep oppressing your workers. What good is fasting when you keep on fighting and quarrelling? This kind of fasting will never get you anywhere with me. You humble yourselves by going through the motions of penance, bowing your heads like reeds bending in the wind. You dress in burlap and cover yourselves with ashes. Is this what you call fasting? Do you really think this will please the Lord. You know, the people came and they were questioning. They were questioning God. We're doing all the right things. Why are you not thinking that what we're doing is what you want? You know, they fasted to please themselves. Jokingly, I was like, well, great. If I do this 21 days of prayer and fasting, I can lose some of this ISO weight that's gone on. You know, That could be the bonus of the prayer and fasting, but it shouldn't be the motivation of the prayer and fasting. So often we can pray and fast because we want something out of it. We want instead of just the fact that we want to be closer, we want to be intimate with God and come into his presence. They didn't change the way they were living. You know, in this time, we've got to have a heart of surrender. We're really privileged right now. I know ISO is not great. I know it's not what we want, but it's a privileged position to be in. It's an opportunity to actually come into God's presence in a fresh and a powerful way. It's an opportunity where we can really seek God like we've never seeked him before. You know, it says they're fighting and quarreling. Forgiveness needs to flow. If we're going to pray and fast, we've got to come before the Lord and get rid of the stuff that could hold us back from entering into his presence. They acted like they were humble by doing the motions. I don't want to do the motions. I'm not going to give up food. I'm not going to give up things just so I look good. I want to do it so I can draw closer and more intimate with my Father in heaven. God isn't looking for shallow religious worshippers. He's looking for heart worshippers, ones that want his heart to be fulfilled. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 5 to 18, this is a parallel scripture that showed that in the day of Isaiah and Jesus, there were the same issues. This passage talks about make sure you do your hair. Don't, don't look t- down and tired and all of those things because you're fasting. Don't look like a martyr, basically. You know, when we're praying and fasting, it's not about how we feel. It's about how we want to enter God's presence. So what does God want in our fasting? The kind of fasting God wants 
is to please him. So in verse 5 of that Isaiah 58 says, No, this is the kind of fasting I want. Free those who wrongly imprison. Lighten the burden of those who work for you. Let the oppressed go free and remove the chains that bind people. It is by recognising any unforgiveness. You have to make people free. Sometimes when we're holding unforgiveness, what we're actually doing is we're not letting them be free. We're not allowing them to go and be whatever they need to be because we won't let them go. And it destroys us in the meantime. You know, in the Lord's Prayer, it also talks about unforgiveness and letting it go. The second thing there is get ourselves right before God. In verse 2, it says, Yet they act so pious. They come to the temple every day and seem delighted to learn all about me. They act like a righteous nation that would never abandon the laws of its God. They ask me to take action on their behalf, pretending they want to be near me. They didn't want to grow intimate with God. They just wanted to look good. They wanted everybody to think they were great. I, I want this time to be an intimate time with God, growing with God, getting into his presence and doing what he's asking. God doesn't want us to pretend. We want to be near him. He wants us to draw unto him. This is an opportunity right now to draw closer to God than we ever have before. We can't gather in a room together. We can't all be um you know, there to champion one another on a Sunday morning. But we certainly can be in our room with Jesus and seeking him and coming into a greater understanding of what he wants for our lives. You know, the next passage of scripture in verse 7 says, Share your food with the hungry and give shelter to the homeless. Give clothes to those who need them and do not hide from relatives who need your help. God was saying in our fast, he wants us to do these things as well. So it's not just about being locked away in a room and praying. In our fast, it's about hearing the voice of God and doing what he's asking us to do. Prayer and fasting is about seeking God, saying, hey, God, what do you want to speak to me about? Who do you want me to reach out to? I want to encourage you right now in this time of ISO, in this time where we can't go and visit someone or can't make a meal for someone right now, we can't do any of that. But what we can do, we could write a letter. I know, old-fashioned style, but we could send it. We could send Uber Eats with a meal to somebody because God said, why don't you bless them? We could send a little package in the mail just to bless somebody. We could make a phone call. We can do whatever we can. But when God prompts us, come on, let's act. Prayer and fasting is about bringing our um, prayers to God. But at the same time, it's about hearing God. And here God says, I want you to do things that are generous. So let's be generous in our time. So what comes from our prayer and fasting? The scriptures are so powerful here in what happens through our fasting and praying breakthrough comes did you hear me breakthrough comes 
Breakthrough comes. Breakthrough comes. Come on, we need breakthrough right now in our nation. We need breakthrough right now in the city of Melbourne. We need breakthrough in the eastern suburbs, in the western, the northern suburbs. We need breakthrough. And the way that we get breakthrough is when we come before the Father and we claim it. And the scripture says we're going to get the breakthrough. In verse 8, it basically says, if we couple our fasting and with righteousness and love, I am spitting. I'm sorry. I hope it's not hitting you in your lounge room. There is, sorry. If we couple our fasting with righteousness and love, then we see our prayers answered. It says you will have your life full of light, full of healing and full of the glory of the Lord. Whoa, what a promise. It goes on. Through our fasting comes a healthy soul. Our soul is made of three components, our mind, our will and our emotions. When we allow God to wash over us and we allow him to have all of us and we place those three things in his hand, he says he will hear our prayers. You know, I love that song, Jesus be the centre. Jesus be the centre of my life. You know, when it talks about Jesus being the centre right in the centre, then he's in control of everything. And when we allow him to have control, watch and see what will happen. In verse 11 and 12, it says, The Lord will guide you continually, giving you water when you are dry and restoring your strength. Hallelujah. You will be like a well-watered garden, like an ever-flowing spring. Some of you will rebuild the desert, deserted ruins of your cities. Then you will be known as a rebuilder of walls and a restorer of homes. The promise here is we will receive a guided life. We will have a satisfied life, a fragrant life, a productive life. God wants us to be productive. He wants us to ooze him. You know, when people walk into a room and there's something about them, there's a fragrance about them that you go, whoa, I want to be closer to that person. In prayer and fasting is an opportunity where we can lay it all before God. We can come before him. We can come into his presence. We can say, wash over me, Holy Spirit. Do whatever it is you need to do. Get rid of the stuff that needs to come off my life. Get rid of that area that I need to have changed. God, I want to be your servant. I want to hear your voice. This is an opportunity. Get your journals. Get your pens. Get those Bibles out. Start to seek him. And when God speaks, listen, because I believe when we come out of this ISO time, God is going to cause something powerful to fall upon our nation and not just um, upon our nation, but the nations of the world. But I'm telling you right now, Resound Church is not going to miss out. God is going to sweep right across this church and he's going to use you powerfully. The church has proven it is not a building, it is the people and it is individually every single one God has a purpose a plan this is a time for us to seek his face this is a time for us to hear his voice and allow him to do something what is it he wants you to do what is it what are you hearing what whisper what are you writing down what does God want you to do to rise up in a greater way We're going to see revival. 
I'm telling you people, we're going to. But revival doesn't start with masses. Revival starts in the individual. And I'm loving the fact that right now I am hearing so many different people craving to be closer to God. I'm loving hearing people say, I've never read the Bible more than I have right now. I'm loving people saying, I've never listened to so many podcasts like I have right now. I'm loving the fact that people are saying, I have never prayed so much as I have right now. You know what? God's drawing us. He's drawing us into intimacy with him. He's causing us to come into a place where he is washing over us because the purpose is for his kingdom. The purpose is for him his gain. The purpose is for us to rise up and begin to do what he's asking us to do. You know, right now we're going to come around a time of communion. So get your communion and um, take the biscuit and the juice because I want us to really stop and remember what God did for us by sending Jesus. You know, we're in this time of prayer and fasting and it's a time right now where we want to really reflect. I want you to take time to remember who he was. You know, Matthew Henry, he wrote a commentary and he said, A fast is a day to afflict the soul. If it does not express true sorrow for sin and does not promote the putting away of sin, it is not a fast. Jesus went to the cross for us, for our sins. He did it all for us. He wants intimacy. He doesn't want motion. He doesn't want people to just do it because they're told to do things. He wants a heart attitude. So right now, I just want you to take your communion. I'm going to just open mine. And let's partake together. to you Lord we're not doing this 21 days of prayer and fasting just so we can walk around and pat ourselves on the back we're doing it because we want to hear your voice we want to see things change we want to see miracles happening we want to see lives coming to know you we want to see what you want we want our hearts to break for what breaks yours so grateful Lord for everything that you've done for us and we surrender our lives you know right now you may be sitting in your lounge room and you might be thinking you know what Ruth I haven't given God the time I haven't stopped and allowed him have space in my life. I've been worrying about everything. I've been allowing everything to cloud around me. I've been allowing the things of the world to to take a hold of me and I haven't been able to hear the voice. 
I want to encourage you right now. Start today. Start today. Allow the presence of God to wash over you. Allow him to do something fresh. He's never left you and he's never, ever going to. He wants the best for you. But if more than anything else, he wants you. He wants intimacy with you. So give him that today. Because God is looking for greater relationship and intimacy with his people. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. And please, please surrender all the things that you need to surrender to him. He's on it. He's got it. And we're going to see a mighty move of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I'm going to hand back to the guys right now. We're going to finish with a beautiful song. Hey, what a great message. Thanks for joining us here at Resound Church. We pray that you've been encouraged through the message and that you've grown just a little bit closer to God. While you're online, why don't you head over and give us a like on Facebook or Instagram or check out our website at resound.church. You can subscribe to our content on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or head over to our website resound.church forward slash app to grab our app, which will keep you up to date with everything going on. Well, don't forget next week, there'll be another amazing podcast here to listen to from Resound Church. We hope you join us then.